Welcome back, everyone. This is the Spark with Stark podcast, and it's my goal to provide simplistic wellness solutions for fast-paced and high-demand lifestyles. Today's episode is going to talk about the bridge or the, the divide, the gap between information versus application. The reason I want to talk about this topic today is just to give you like the proper perspective and to help kind of shift your mindset a little bit in order for you to actually see results and to actually create a lifestyle with wellness instead of just attacking something for a couple of months or a couple of weeks and then giving up. I think, and this is like super emotional for me because I get really fired up about this topic because this was literally my first five years of my wellness journey was this paradigm shift or this this divide, this gap I'm going to talk about. Um, it's really frustrating to be a part of it and I just want to provide you some information and hopefully open your eyes to like some of the misleading information and some of the um, the things that the fitness industry puts out that actually takes you further away from your goal instead of leading you towards your goal. So let's dive into it. The information versus application divide. So I think how we should talk about this right away is that information is important, right? Knowing the right knowledge, knowing some of the right principles and tactics to follow is part of the equation. But for 99% of the population, for majority of people, it's not, it's nothing crazy. It's very simplistic. It's nothing that um, you can't find through some, some reliable sources. Like if your goal is to lose fat, you need to be in a caloric deficit. You need to have adequate amounts of protein. Working out maybe two to three times a week with a little bit of progressive overload in there. Get, making sure you're getting sleep and water and um, creating like some kind of recovery capacity. And that's literally it. That's all you need to do. It's nothing crazy. If you need to gain muscle, you're going to be in a caloric surplus and do those exact same things. If you want to recomp, so lose a little bit of fat and while maintaining or building a little bit of muscle, then you need to stay kind of around a caloric maintenance, maybe a surplus on the days you work out and a slight uh, caloric deficit on the days that you don't. But it's those it's those habits. It's nothing crazy. The problem is it's, it's very simple, but we think that because it's so simple, we're missing something. Or we think that it's so simple that it's super easy and there has to be something else, you know, there has to be another part of the equation. Just because it's simple doesn't mean it's inherently easy. It takes lifestyle change, it takes behavior modification, and it takes some time to create some of those habits. Um, the magic, the magic, the thing that a lot of people is, are, are missing is the application. The magic is in the application. It's building these principles around your lifestyle. And you have to think about like your individual lifestyle and be like, okay, what is going to allow me to execute these simple, simplistic uh, principles consistently? Like consistency is the magic pill that everybody wants, but nobody is willing to take. Like that is literally what you should be striving for when you're creating your wellness plan. That's the only factor. How can I be more consistent with this? It may not look the best on paper. That for some people that might be putting more, um, you know, maybe maybe more chocolate or maybe more things that don't make a lot of sense on paper. But it's allowing them to execute the habits consistently, and that's what's going to lead to long-term success. So let me just give you a couple examples. Like meal frequency is something that jumps right off the bat to me. 
Um, when you look at your calories over the span of the day, you have to say, okay, how can I, if I have 2,000 calories to eat, how can I make this as enjoyable as possible? For some people, that might be three, four, or five meals a day because they like those small snacks. They like putting that food in their body consistently. For me, I really like big, satisfying meals. So I've found that I've been more consistent with you know uh, a fewer amount of meals, like two to three meals a day. So I can kind of have bigger meals um, and I can kind of enjoy the food a little bit more. That's just an application thing, right? You don't need to eat six, seven meals a day. And that's where a lot of people go wrong is they like they look at all these little um, lifestyle applications thing, application things that other people do and they think that's the secret. I need to eat this. I need to eat this way. I need to have, you know, I don't have to have carbs um, or I can't have carbs past 7 o'clock. Like that's just not the reality of the situation. It's you need to follow the principles and apply that to your life in the, in the best way that allows you to be consistent. Um, carbs versus fats. Like some people do better with higher amounts of carbs. Some people can adhere to a caloric deficit with higher amounts of carbs. Some people can adhere to a caloric deficit with higher amounts of fats. That's going to be individual. Um, treat foods. Some people do better with, you know, consistent treat foods in their diet, like chocolate and ice cream and, and brownies and cookies. Like some people need that consistently in their diet. Some people do better if they don't have that at all and have, you know, other things to, um, to replace that. That's going to be an individual thing. Um, counting calories versus guided portions and nutritional periodization. Like some people are going to do really well with counting calories for a period of time. Some people aren't. Some people need those guided portions and other systems that promote the caloric deficit or promote the calories based on their goal. But um, they're, they, they, they need to individualize it to their lifestyle. And that's kind of the point I'm trying to get across. Like accountability. Some people are going to do better with a coach or going to a group class or having a trainer or having a support system. Like Those things need to be individualized. Um, so I would encourage you to lean away from like, what am I missing? What secret exercise or diet or structure, whatever, what am I missing? And try to switch that mindset to how can I make these simple principles more enjoyable for my lifestyle? If it's more enjoyable, you're automatically going to be more consistent with it. Like I mentioned, consistency is the thing that you need to be going for. How can you be more consistent with the caloric range for your goal, whether that's a caloric deficit, caloric surplus, or caloric maintenance? How can you be more consistent with your exercise program? Um, and how can you be consistent with stress management, like getting enough sleep, making sure that you're recovering, making sure that you have downtime and, and time just to relax, especially if you have a high paced um or high demand fast-paced lifestyle like just building consistency with those few key areas exercise nutrition stress management is what's going to lead you to sustainable and real results over the long term the industry the fitness industry makes a living on emotion so it's just it's so misleading and when you when you see it and when you've gone through some of these journeys and when you've gone through the 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 process and you've been in the trenches a little bit it just sticks it sticks out like a sore thumb like you have these jacked really good looking people that lead you to believe that you're actually missing something like they'll be on a video they'll be on a picture and they'll be jacked and they'll say okay you need this specific supplement or you need this specific diet or this specific workout that's what you're missing that's why you don't look the way you want to look or that's why you don't perform the way you perform or that's why you don't feel the way you want to feel in reality 
it's just, it's so misleading. They're following principles and they create systems that work for their specific lifestyle. And they're trying to sell you the system instead of the principle. And that's where people get really confused. And I'm not saying that all these items are like inherently bad. Like there's a lot of good people in the fitness industry that put out solid programs and diets that follow principles um, and that have very like lifestyle friendly methods. And, um, and I'm not saying it's all bad. I'm just saying like be aware of like what is actually going on here. Be aware of the principle and not just the system or the method. I think one of my favorite sayings is principles are few, but methods are many. Um, follow the principle and you're going to be more successful over the long term instead of just following some method that some other person made up. Create the method that's for you and create the method that's for your lifestyle. Another like misleading thing is like people that are on gear, like steroids and drugs, or just have really good genetics. Like they see this all the time. People post these cheat meals and like these crazy things. They're like, okay, if you if you follow my plan or if you follow this, you can eat like this and look like this. And that's just not the case. Like that's just plain misleading. Most of those people don't even eat those cheat meals. They'll take a picture of it and just not eat it. Or they'll take a picture of like whatever and just lead you to believe that that's what they're actually doing. Um, it's just, it's, it's just so frustrating because it messes with people's heads. Um, it messes with, with people's wellness journeys, it takes them further away from consistency, it leads them to comparison, it leads to like a, a lot of negative emotions. And like for me, I just remember the first couple years, and I specifically remember like going through all these diets. I literally tried pretty much every diet out there. Keto wasn't that big when I first started, so I, didn't, I never tried keto, but I did do like a pretty low carb diet. Um, I did carb cycling, I did paleo, I did. Um, a really high protein, almost like an Atkins. I did like a carnivore. Um, I never did vegan or anything like that, but I did like a lot of different diet structures. And just because I would watch somebody preach on this and they were jacked, and, and because I was young, I was just like, man, I want to look like that. I want to perform like that. I want to feel like that. I'm going to follow this specific diet. And I didn't know anything about a caloric deficit. I didn't know anything about, you know, the importance of protein and kind of individualizing things based on my lifestyle and, you know, the principles of exercise instead of just, you know, doing some crazy workout that didn't make any sense. Um, I didn't know anything. I didn't know any of that information. So I just like for multiple years, I just spun my wheels. And once I started kind of figuring out some of those those principles and figuring out the, the information versus application divide, like I would I would be willing to bet. I've been working out since I was 14, I want to say, 28. So I've been working out for 14 years. I've seen better results, hands down, over the last four years than I did the previous 10 years before that. Um, and it's not even close. Uh, and that's what I kind of want to help provide you with is like just the fresh, like help you bypass a lot of the frustrations and a lot of those negative emotions that come with um with fitness i think it's a beautiful thing i think there's an, a lot of good things about the industry obviously like wellness is so powerful has the has the potential to transform your life not just your physical but your emotional your mental your spiritual there's just so many good things that um it provides and i think our bodies were meant to experience that but there's a lot of negative with it as well um, there's a lot of potential for 
negative emotions, comparison, eating disorders, just being miserable, being frustrated, being inconsistent. And I've experienced kind of both sides of that. And so it gives me a lot of empathy and um, just a lot of emotion and like drive to help push people towards the, the, the positive benefits of what wellness has to offer. So just kind of be aware that you're not missing anything. Um, information is part of the equation, but it's only like 20% of the equation. Application is the magic. Application is the 80% that you really want to lean into if, if you want to see uh, results over the long term and bypass a lot of those negative emotions and those frustrations. So that's, kind of, that's all I kind of want to talk about today. It's kind of a quicker um, podcast, but it's just on my mind and wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to talk about it and hopefully steer some people the right way. So if you need help with anything, I have a couple different membership options, but even if you don't want to jump into a membership option, if you just want to email me and we can just talk about like creating a plan that makes sense for you, I can give you some, some key principles to follow. I can help kind of um, create like a loose structure and kind of maybe troubleshoot some problems that you have personally, either with exercise, nutrition, stress management. Um, I'd love to do that for you completely for free. So uh, that's www.sparkwithstark.com. That's where all my content information and social links are. You can email me at ericstark at sparkwithstark.com. Um, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok. It's all with Spark with Stark. Um, yeah, and that's it. Hopefully be doing another podcast. I'm super excited about this next one starting to kind of create a uh, structure around it, but hopefully be launching that or producing that in the next couple of days. So stay tuned. Otherwise your best is yet to come.